Welcome to the Garden Path Podcast. I'm your host, Misty Little. This is episode 2-4. It is the final episode of 2016, and today I'm bringing back my brother, who was a guest on episode 1-4, which was published around January 11th of 2016 on the podcast website. And we kind of talked about similar things that we did last year, but we talked also about highs and lows of the year, things we didn't do well with us in the garden, things that thrived, um, things we've abandoned over the years that have never done well for us. And I kind of talked about maybe a little bit of our gardening goals for next year. Uh, I talked about my brother's chickens a little bit, and um, it was just a really good chat uh, with my brother and Subsequently, we also uh, were chatting on the night of the first really big kind of cold front, so it was kind of fun to hear that come through in the middle of the podcast. Also of note, around minute 36, um, the audio kind of cut out on each of our ends, so we kind of tangented off and had our own conversations by ourselves um, and didn't know it. So if it sounds weird, I'm talking about one thing, and then my brother cuts in and talks about something else. So... um, just a little weird audio thing, just the nature of podcasts. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and don't forget to leave a ratings or review on iTunes. It just helps other people find the podcast uh, with iTunes and Apple's uh, algorithms. Also, I'm on Stitcher and on Google Play. If you listen over there, Um, you can always also download the podcast on the podcast website, thegardenpathpodcast.com, and you can drop me an email at thegardenpathpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at thegardenpathpodcast. And I hope to see you guys again in 2017. I've got a couple uh, great people lined up for kicking off the new year, and we will talk more gardening in 2017. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Hi, what's up, brother? I am good. How are you? I am good, too. Um, I'm still warm, but you're cold, right? It is very chilly, 28 degrees here in Fort Worth. It's already 28, wow. Yeah, it it came down fast from a a nice 71-degree afternoon. Yeah, Yeah, I just checked Twitter, and it said the storm, the, the front had made it through was in, through College Station at 8, and um, it's 8.40 right now, and uh, I'm about an hour from College Station, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be here by 9. <laughs> and I stepped outside, and it, it was pretty warm when I went to like move some plants and throw a blanket over something, and <sighs> I don't want to go back outside after this. <laughs> so it was summer, and now it'll be winter. So now you guys, it doesn't get that cold up there that often, but you know, when's the last time it was this cold? About two years ago. Okay. It's not, it doesn't get this cold very often here. I mean, maybe once a year it'll get down into the teens, but for the most part it's, it'll hang, it'll get, to about 28 i think tonight it's supposed to get down all the way to 20 and kind of stay below freezing until about tuesday morning so oh really so you're not even getting above freezing until tuesday 
Yeah, like Mon like it might get up to thirty three Monday afternoon, but it's not gonna get above that till till Tuesday. I think the high on Tuesday is gonna be about fifty. Oh, so wow. It's a big okay. old roller coaster. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to get up in the mid thirties tomorrow, high thirties maybe, but and then the same on um I think low thirties on Monday, but um, at least it'll be out of the freezing. I mean, and it's just, and deep cold for us is going to be about 27 or 28, which is, that's pretty, I mean, it's rare for us to get lower than that. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. I hate cold. I think you do too though. Right. I I don't really care for uh, the winter. If I could have a, uh, you know, 55 and sunny, I'd be happy, but it is what it is. Yep. 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 So I guess, have you done, what did you do to prepare for the, the weather? Or have you just like given up on most things? I haven't given up. Uh, the only thing I did today was uh, shut the uh, door on the chicken coop. I hadn't done that in two years. I didn't do it any last year because I let the birds weather themselves. And, uh, the wind gusts were, were pretty bad earlier, about an hour ago, so I, I shut the door on the on the chicken coop, you know, just to keep the, the wind gusts off of them. As far as the garden, I everything that's in the garden is cold hardy and I don't really have to worry about it. You weren't trying to like limp your tomatoes along like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I my tomatoes have been done since about September. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm really kind of peeved. I was hoping maybe this year we would have a repeat of last year where we didn't really get a freeze till like January and then I could really get some tomatoes, but yes, they're like what? just now looking good. So, and now they're going to die. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> we did have a mild winter last year. Yes. I was hoping for a second one. What can I say? <laughs> so, Anyway, I brought you back on to talk, I guess, about, you know, your garden from last year because you were on, I don't know, almost this time last year. Um, I think I aired your episode in January and we recorded over Christmas, but um, so I thought we would revisit and talk about gardening over this last year for you and what's was good, what was bad, and what you're kind of getting thinking of already for spring. So I don't know where you want to go with that. If anything comes off the top of your head. Hmm. Well, I had a better onion harvest this last year than I did in uh, 2015, 2014. The last couple of years were kind of a bad onion harvest. So this last year we actually had a a decent harvest. I was uh, surprised on that. Um. Like the, they were big and plentiful or big, everything? Uh, both. I mean, I usually have plentiful. They're just not normally as large as they were this last yeah. year. So um, whatever amendments I did to my soil, whether it was the chicken manure from the, the from the, our, from our chickens or, or the various compost or some minor grass clippings that gets thrown on top of the, of, of there was 
whatever it was was uh it helped it out quite a bit so yeah as far as uh other good things we had a a, a nice uh bumper crop of tomatoes so we were able to can those uh this this last uh i guess early summer i usually plant uh quite a bit of some paste tomatoes um to can up for the for the fall and winter for some stews and whatnot so we had a lot of those and as far as that the, is y'all make any tomato sauce or y'all just stick with canning the tomatoes uh we usually we just make we just crush them and, and can them up that way we 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 uh peel uh, peel the skins off and and blanch them and uh and uh crush them up and can them just so that we're not subjected to just one one thing so that we if we want to make sauce out of it we can do that or if we want to make salsa out of it we can do that or you know chili whatever so yeah that way it's just tomatoes and we can mm, we have more of a, of a variety that way yeah okay so what uh, else was good for you last year what else was good um so i started uh started growing lemon cucumbers several years ago and they were they turned out plentiful this last uh early early summer as well um yeah the, you uh, gave me a couple of them and i think i pickled them yeah yeah, yeah we we had good. several to pickle as well we pickled i don't know three or four jars of them my other other cucumbers didn't fare so well but the lemon ones they did pretty good all right what what totally sucked what totally sucked well i've i've uh i've given up on irish potatoes so i i don't ever i think this is the first year in about 5 or 6 years where i just totally skipped them because last year was horrible and I just refused to plant them again. So after several years of trying to grow Irish potatoes and uh, I don't know if I'll ever go back to trying any of any of, of those potatoes, but um, and our sweet potatoes kind of sucked this year too. We usually have a good, good harvest of uh, sweet potatoes and uh I'm not sure what I did differently or what, but the harvest of those as far as size and quantity um, didn't fare so well either. Hmm. Now, did you, I think I saw you had the purple ones, right? Yeah, we grow, uh, yeah, we don't, I don't grow those every year. Um, usually just grow the orange, your normal type you'd buy from the, from the produce section at the store, you know? Right. But uh, but yeah, every once in a while, I'll, I'll try and grow the, the purple variety. Um, yeah, I don't know. We we didn't have good luck with those one year, um, but we keep having, you know, I think it's the Beauregard, the red one, that just keeps like re-sprouting in the same bed all the time because I you know don't get all the tubers or a piece of a plant or something. So yeah, you leave like one inch of that root, and it'll it'll hang yeah. around for a while. So. So that's what I had this year was was uh, volunteer sweet potatoes, and they weren't many, but you know, we've, I think I made some sweet potato hash browns, and I 
did something else with, oh, sweet potato chili. You know, I'll get a few meals out of it, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I won't say it was a bad year for our sweet potatoes because we still have a small little tray out in in our little, uh, in our garage area that we uh, are still pulling from. I think Stephanie made some, that's my wife, uh, for it, all you listeners that don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you probably don't. Yes. Um, she uh, she made some sweet potato chili several days ago, and so we still have a few left. There's not very many compared to our previous years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We've never had a good potato harvest. It was I don't know what to do. Like regular potatoes. So Irish potatoes. What about red potatoes? Mm, I any, any yeah. Any potato? Okay. Okay. Same okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. If it's not sure. sweet. It's um. Uh, yeah. Because I've tried growing the red potatoes as well, and they're I can't I can't get them to to do to do anything. I've tried various different growing methods, whether it's planting them in a row and mounting up, or planting them in a tall cylindrical object and adding compost to it. Right. Is they're growing just whatever. Yeah. Okay, I had to say that I'm happy you don't do good on potatoes because you do good at so many other things that I don't do good at, and I'm always jealous. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing we can suck at together. Yes, uh, but you do good with garlic too, right? I, if I were to uh, to have a farm here in the Fort Worth area, and uh, were to try and make money off of something off of my land, it would be garlic. Yes. Wow. There you go. What it is with my thumb, how green it is or what, but it uh it does well with garlic. What do you we, plant uh have you planted any? Oh yeah, you should have planted them already. What did you plant this year? I planted so last year we had not any fault of mine, but I had a total failure of our garlic be- due to our chickens and uh they they somehow managed to weasel their way into where they were planted and dug them up and proceeded to destroy them. But uh, so we had to start fresh uh, this year. I had no seed uh, garlic left, so we started fresh this year with I think three or four different varieties. Uh, we have music. It's a hardneck variety. Yeah, okay. Um, and then there's. I want to say Siberian uh, star, red Siberian or Siberian star, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, another one or two that are are either of Russian or Czech descent that I have no idea how to pronounce. But um, I think those two are, are soft neck varieties. So the music uh, okay. is a has a larger clove and. Uh, uh, of that hard neck. And then the other ones are really a, a smaller clove. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying some, a different trial this year was elephant garlic in pots. <laughs> so we'll see if that even, if that even works, if it does, maybe I'll scale up next year. Um, but, uh, Chris wasn't, had no interest in doing garlic cause we've never had any success. So, I don't know what our what our problem is. I wonder if it's too acidic with your area with the pine needles. 
I don't know. I've thought of several things um, that I've thought too wet, too humid. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, definitely too wet this year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'll skip this year as and see what happens with this little test test run and then it may be like like your potatoes no more garlic ever <laughs> well you know i've i've told you and it might it could be to, to due to the wetness because i think i told you a couple of years ago or, or sometime um that i when i plant my garlic and i plant it right around the autumn equinox mm-hmm. i water it in for about a week and maybe two and i i i just leave it alone and whatever water it gets, it gets. And I might water it once or twice in the springtime. And uh, so that, that could be your issue. Yeah. I I mean, we that. have the sprinklers out there. Um, so that, you know, would give it water. And then obviously, you know, just it rains more here than there. So in um, this general humidity. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We will see. Now, have you planted onions yet? Uh, I have shallots in the ground. This is my first season for shallots, uh, but not your traditional onion. Uh, I won't plant those for about another five or six weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you do it February, don't you? I, I plant it around the 20th of January. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, we had used to do them back in. Chris used to plant them back in sometime in November, maybe Thanksgiving ish. And um, I mean, we always had decent luck with them. Like kind of like you though, they never really get big, except for that one year at the community garden. Um, they got. I big. remember those. Yes. Um, but all the ones here have never gotten big. But um, we haven't gotten any yet, so we may be planting those in January more closer to your alignment and maybe we'll see what happens there. So I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I guess what else were you successful with last year? Not peppers. I don't know what it was with my, and I've been having issues with this the last couple of years, but my peppers, I grow all kinds, sweet, hot, whatever, peppers. And uh, they haven't been taken off and growing fruit until like August. And by then, by the time the peppers are ready, it's almost fall and it's almost freezing. Like this, you know, I, I think I posted a picture on Instagram, I guess last week or whatever, with my basil dying. Yeah. And uh, it, my I had three or four habanero plants left uh, from the summer that I was just trying to get something off of, and there was some fruit on them, but they were, they were kind of small, and uh, and they they bit the dust with, when we had our little first frost last mm-hmm. week or whatever. And uh, but that was like I had no habanero peppers this year, so I don't know. That's uh, kind of weird. Uh, the other thing we've uh, we've had good luck with uh, was our basil, and 
I don't know. I think I, I just let it uh, do its thing from our from previous uh, or the previous season, and it just self seeded, and I just ripped okay. up the plants, and and it came back everywhere in the garden, and I just left it just to have something growing in the garden, and the bees loved it, so I just I just left it. Right. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping our basil self seeds. Um, I let some of it go flower, go to flower, but I mostly chopped a lot of it back back in I don't know early November and um, to make pesto. Um, and then I was actually hoping it may it was gonna like re leaf out in time to get like a second cutting, but most of it didn't. So and it's all gonna be toast now. So. Um, oh man, which reminds me, I left my Cuban oregano out there. It's gonna, it's gonna be toast. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> good thing that one comes pretty much handy at all the garden centers around here. So, oh well, <laughs> it was a crazy day. I couldn't do everything. So, <sighs> um, okay. So, what are you growing right now? Uh, right now. So I have uh, a few, I planted some cabbage and I think only like two, there's only two plants growing and I've, I've never really had some great, the greatest of luck with cabbage, but when I do get some luck out of it, it, it grows pretty big. Um, so I got cabbage and some, some chard. Um, I always have some Lots of chard. Stephanie likes to eat chard, so yeah, especially in the in the in the winter time, she makes some uh, drinks out of it, mm-hmm. and uh, kale, and um, I planted some chives and somewhere. I think they're up. Um, not the not chives. The the bunching onions. There you go. The scallions. Those things. Oh right, um, right. And uh, planted a whole a whole bunch of carrots that I forgot to thin out and I think it's kind of past their prime to, to thin. So I'm just letting them do their thing. <laughs> and, uh, Each carrot for I, their I own. was kind of like, it was kind of like your, your husband. I just planted a whole package of seeds and <laughs> just left it. So I got this big old forest of carrots in my garden right now. Yeah. That's kind of how ours, ours looks right now too. So <laughs> I tried to thin them out a couple weeks ago, but uh, every, every time I try and thin, it would just pull up a, almost, one after another and just left it. Yeah. Um, and then I got my garlic. I, I plant. So I, so I got these boxes that are six by two, uh, six foot by two foot boxes. And I got two beds of those that are, uh, um, full of garlic. And then, uh, so I shallots, I got some shallots. I'm just some new experiment. I've, I've got going on this winter. Let's see how those go. Um, some carrots and oh, and I got some broccoli too. I planted some broccoli. I don't like broccoli, but my uh, our, my daughter Zoe and Stephanie like uh, they do like broccoli, so I grow it for them. And uh, I think that's yeah, it. Oh. I have some I have some broccoli. It's been I have not been a very good gardener the last month, so I've been like sporadically in and out of the garden. And last I checked earlier this week they were still doing okay and um we've i'm trying to remember last year grew cauliflower and it did well but it was like 
weird to like try to figure out like, okay, when is the optimal time to pick it? And, um, so that's kind of what I feel like broccoli is going to end up being like waiting to like, okay, is this looks good or do I wait another day? And the next day I'm like, Oh, I should have gotten it yesterday. <laughs> and yeah, uh, by then it just like, yeah, it goes wild. Yeah. <sighs> and then now, with, your, with your cauliflower, did, mm-hmm. did you have to, uh, did you have to cover the head with like the leaves to keep it white or does it, did it just grow by itself white? Because I've read stories where you have to cover it with the leaves. It just grew by itself white. I mean, it had kind of like had a little brown, dirty look on it a little bit. But I don't know if that's just because it was you know, out, in the, out in the garden or what. But um, <laughs> but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't make it. It didn't look like it was turning green if I didn't cover it with its <laughs> leaves or to, to make it turn white or whatever. I don't know. No, it just it was white. <laughs> so I don't know. Huh. I've never okay. heard that before. Um I also have some cabbage too, but um some of it's doing okay and some of it's not doing okay. So I'll be interested to see. And I really like I'm I mean I planted a lot of it. So I'll be interested to see like how much really comes up. I don't want a ton because I just want to really really just one head to like have some fresh cabbage to saute is good. And then another head for some sauerkraut and I'm good. I don't really need tons of cabbage, but I don't know. Yeah. A little goes a long way. Yes. I mean, I guess if I was, you know, if we needed greens over the winter and I was homesteading, then sure. That'd probably be a great thing, but I don't know. I have ton of other greens collards and I mean, you've seen my Instagram. It's, green city around here right now so yeah which is good so now do you grow okra i grew okra uh, a while back i remember now a long time ago and we had so much of it that i burned out and so i haven't grown it in several years uh-huh. so i might try and grow maybe you know, a couple of plants here or there, maybe this, this next year, but yeah. And, and I think I'm the only one in our, in our household that likes okra. So really I can, when oh. I grew it the last time, the last time I grew it, I grew a whole bunch of it and it just went to waste and pass it on to mom. She'll eat it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Put it in some gumbo. Yeah. I, um, I usually try to grow maybe like six plants and I feel like that's like a good amount to get what I eat. Cause I'm the only one that eats it as well. Um, I plant a little more than that this year, maybe like eight or 10. Um, but I still, you know, get a couple bags for the freezer. I don't usually cook it up fresh cause I forget. I just, I don't have, or I only get like, you know, two pods here, a pod there. And so I just cut it up and throw it in the freezer and then I'll, uh, you know, fry it up later. Or use it in the gumbo, or somebody posted baking them or roasting them, and it looked oh no, and grilling it, and though all of that looked really good, and I was like, I should try that next time. <laughs> so maybe next summer I will try some fresh like grilled garlic, uh, grilled okra. Grilled garlic's good too. Grilled garlic and okra. There you go. That would be good. <laughs> so, but I've got so many seeds. So if you need some, just let me know. 
Oh, I think I still have like a pint full of them. Yeah. <laughs> a pint jar full. Uh, that was definitely yeah. seeds I don't need to buy. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think of like what was good. Bad for me this year was just about everything in the spring because it all flooded <laughs> twice or three times and whatever. Yeah. Um, summer started once it dried out. I was like, okay, things are kind of looking back up and uh, the blackberries did really well. Finally. Um, so that was like, I mean, we got tons of blackberries and I wish I'd made more jam because I, f- I was scared to make scared to make it because I was afraid it wasn't going to work. And I was going to jack it up and sure enough it worked. And now I'm, I'm like sad that I'm going to, I'm trying to pace my last two jars. So, um, do you have, do you have blackberries? It goes fast. It does go fast. Uh, we, I did have a one, one, uh, blackberry plant vine whatever you want to call it um and i think it it finally went past this life i think we had it for about five or six years and it it stopped growing i need to replant with with some more blackberries and weren't they on the side of your house hmm weren't they on the side of your house yeah they were on the side of the house uh with my, uh, I call it my tomato garden over there. Okay. So, but yeah, I think where I planted it, a uh, a crepe myrtle started to grow in that same spot where the blackberry was. So I think the crepe myrtle took over. But did you it, le- uh, you left the crepe myrtle? No, I weeded it. Oh, okay. I need to get in there and and dig out the root ball of both of them. Hmm. Start over. All right. So, (laughs) no, no blackberries. Um, Only other fruit we have is uh, a peach tree and a planted a. I think it's a plum tree last year. It's not really. It's not big enough for any fruit. Our, Our peach tree grew like two peaches this year. Yeah, at least worthy of eating. the The rest of them were kind of small, and the birds got to them or whatever. And but in in years past, as far as fruit, I think we uh, I had I had several strawberry plants, and we had a good turnout of those, but they kind of died off. And I missed my opportunity several weeks back to to buy a, another twenty five plants. So. But you do. You just you decided not to buy them, or what? I forgot to to, to order them. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the the variety that grow best here is like a they're called Chandler, and they uh, it's they're not like a big those big strawberries you'd buy at the store or or yeah. the farmers market or whatever. It's a really it's a kind of a smaller one, and they're not like a an ever bearing variety. It's like a a one shot deal, and uh, I think they're June bearing or. Yeah, but uh, they're called Chandler, and they're best for our area or the the northern Texas. And uh, there's a place I forget the the name of it, but it's a place on the internet that I last ordered them from. And when I went to go order them this year, I I missed my opportunity because they'd already sold out of them. So, oh, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what variety we have. Chris is the one that ordered those and planted them, but they have really taken off. Like, um, before the flood, we got we had some berries, and then we were fighting off birds. Um, so I would have a berry that was like half ripe, and I'd be like, okay, tomorrow or the next day, this is going to be ready. Now come out, and the dang bird had already mm-hmm. <laughs> done its best, and so he's going to try to put some kind of cage over it that we can like lift it up or something to keep the birds out of him this year. Um, but they've almost taken over that um, entire like side bed that's right by that oak tree on the driveway when you come in. Um, they've almost taken over that whole thing except for the very ends. And I kind of want to keep those ends for other things, but at the same time, I'm like, well, if they, if I have like a boatload of strawberries, <laughs> that might be good too. You might so. be able to get two or three. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be good this year. We'll see. And I re, re, replanted artichokes because um, they rotted. We'll see if those stay. And my asparagus, I'm hoping, because I started those from seed last year. So this is our first year in the ground. They've grown a lot. And um, I'm thinking maybe this time next year when they start sending up, because they did send up little mini and thin stalks um, this year, but they were definitely not ready for harvest. So um, maybe next year I can have some asparagus. I'm going to be excited about that. Do you eat asparagus? Mm, I've occasionally eaten asparagus. I think Stephanie makes it every once in a while that, and she'll she'll toast it in the oven or broil it or whatever, and throw some olive oil on top, and I'll I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. It's kind of like Brussels sprouts. I've even tried to grow Brussels sprouts one year, and that was a failure. But um, um asparagus is good grilled, and yes, Brussels sprouts are a failure because <laughs> I think we don't get the cold um, that it needs. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we've tried to, and we got these nice big plants and no Brussels sprouts. So, mm-hmm. and everybody around here said, yeah, don't bother. <laughs> yeah. I've, there's several things that I've just done give up on. Like I've tried growing pumpkins. I've, I've quit on pumpkins and potatoes and Brussels sprouts. And yeah, there's several other things I could name off that I've, I refuse to grow because it just, just no luck. Is it pumpkins because of the borers or? Well, oh yeah, shoot. I forgot about the damn borers. The, uh, <laughs> sons of guns. Those, uh, our yellow squash and zucchini. Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't even plant those this year. I just said, screw it. I'm not even going to, didn't even try planting them in the fall thinking or late summer, I guess thinking maybe, well, if, They've done bur- 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 burrowed, burrowed, buried, whatever the word is, burrowed yeah. into the ground for the for the summer of the season. I didn't even try that because last year when I tried it, they were there were still some 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 flying around laying eggs. So I just said, eh, screw it. But yeah, the yeah. pumpkins. When I tried growing them a couple of years ago, they just besides the vine borers they just took up so much space and i even had some smaller pumpkins um 
or smaller variety that uh, we're supposed to be kind of mm, for smaller areas, compact. Right. There you go. Um, but they still just took over and I had planted that watermelons and the pumpkins just smothered out the watermelons and like, ah, screw that. And I didn't get nothing out of them. So. Yeah, I think our melons did pretty good. And then we tried, they actually like tried to produce and it, you know, they were, it was more like kind of survival mode for a lot of stuff. Like, okay, I, I survived a flood and then now I'm going to survive the heat of the summer and I'm doing good. I'm doing okay, but they didn't do their best. So I think I'm going to give melons a chance again next year. And I'd like to try pumpkins, but the, in the, like, again, the, the vines start thriving and the boars got them. And, um, I don't know. And then there's such a short window because you got to want them to mature before, you know, gets maybe, a, you know, a frost in November, which is, you know, theoretical but doesn't usually happen but still right so i don't know yes but squash that's just yeah so hard i tell you what that's if there's one evil thing in my garden this is the damn vine borers i think the uh, front the front just got here oh i hear some some chimes or something yeah, that's the chimes. I mean, I think it just it has arrived. It is very windy now. Yeah, it came in with a vengeance several hours ago here. Oh, It'll bird. be very gusty. Yes. Yeah, we had gale warnings or something for the coast. So don't take your small crafts out on the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, so you're planning for next spring. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? What are you starting to think about? I haven't started thinking about nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of one of those that when it happens, it happens. If I get when I get around to it, I'll do it. And you know, I there's a I used to try and start tomatoes from seed and peppers from seed, and I had very great success with them but it takes a lot of time. So I've, you would start them in January or, you know, right after Christmas between Christmas and new year's and it just takes a lot them. of time and baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, cause it's been two years since we've done s- tomatoes from seeds. So I was thinking about doing that this year, starting, you know, at least maybe half of them and then still buying the other half. I don't, you know, not sure. Just because I have a ton of tomato seeds, they need to be used so I can save new seed. And um, or the other day when the we had our frost, we just got done pulling all of our dead pepper plants up, and I'm not even thinking about spring yet. I need to though. Um, I need to do some. I need to add a couple of boxes. Um, the way we planted our peppers this year, and I don't and. Maybe you have a better insight. What's your? What do you think? Is it better to uh, grow in a a raised garden, or is it better to grow traditionally in mounded rows? Because I have, I I, I kind of I grow both ways in our backyard, and some things grow <laughs> grow better in a in a mounded row, like like our grandmother used to do, 
Um, yeah. Uh, I tried growing peppers that way this year and they weren't that great. And then sometimes I'll, I'm, sometimes some other crap, I'll, I'll, I'll throw them in the mounted rows and they do great, but it's just, I don't know. So I, I'm going to add some more, our, some more raised beds back there. I got some room back there to, to do that. And, uh, so I'll probably be doing that here in the next couple of, couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what's, I mean, for down here, for us, it's definitely better to have a raised bed. Like everybody recommends raising your bed just because of the way our soil is down here. Um, you know, I don't know about up there with your clay and I mean, maybe if you amended a whole heck of a lot, but, and it's kind of different, re you know, Regionally, if you just kind of look at, you know, what your soil type is, probably helps determine a little bit more about what what's going to do a little better. If you're going to do a row tilled up kind of thing, or if you're going to do a mound, a raised bed. I don't know. So, but yeah, I mean, besides that, I'm going to, besides adding some more raised beds in our backyard, um, I want to re rebuild our chicken coop. The one we uh, we purchased from the the guy across the street is oh, wasn't yeah. wasn't of, of great quality. So I want to try and do that before spring as well. Um, Are you gonna make it a big old chicken coop or just same size? It'll be about the same size. It'll be a little different. I'm gonna. Are you there? but it's I so dang heavy and it took like four of us around the neighborhood to move it from his yard to my backyard. We had to take down the fence and it was a big struggle, but so I'm just going to rebuild it on where I want it and then uh, tear down the other one and then build a run, a caged in run. Cause right now it's just like a fenced in area where they, I still have like two birds that like to, get on the uh the door of the coop the front entrance and then so it's about like two or three feet off the ground and then from there hop over the 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 fence that i have the wire fence into the garden and uh it's a pain so building a, a more of a caged in run than just kind of a little fenced off area yeah because like your your how many, your, how many chickens do you have now we'd have eight we're down to okay. eight. We had, uh, I think, we had one die last year. I don't know. I had. If you need a chicken put down, I can put down a chicken now. So, mm. there were we had one last year that she got stuck somehow between the house and a piece of wood or uh, something, and I don't know. She was, she was bathing in dirt or whatever, and I couldn't find her for about a day and finally found her and she was half alive and it was just better to put her down. So we're, we got eight now and they're getting kind of old as far as egg layers go. If I wanted to stew them up, they'd be great, but they're kind of old for egg layers. So. Yeah. You were going to say something right yeah. before that though. Do you remember? Uh, no, because you're no, like, like it's not. you're talking about re rebuilding a chicken coop, and they're like, and then, but like you're something, and then I interrupted you, and I don't remember. I just wanted to see if you remember what your train of thought was. No, I guess I, I guess I don't remember. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, I, our, I need to do some maintenance on our, our, our shed or whatever out back where we keep some of our, our garden equipment there. It uh, wasn't very, we, I'm not a, a, an engineer, so the floodplain back there is uh, <laughs> uh, kind of sits higher plane. higher than the uh, the bottom of the shed, so it, it our shed will kind of flood every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Uh, so I've had to put in some uh, a French drain back there and add a couple of. I've rerouted it several times to find the best, the lowest spot in the in the uh, in the backyard, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think this year is our year to redo the compost pile. It's finally all the we had built the sides up with, you know, wood pieces, oak and magnolia and stuff from the yard when we were cleaning it up when we moved in and um all that stuff's finally starting to rot. So um and it needs I mean it's still contained, but it's it's gonna be it, it needs to be fixed. So I think Chris is going to probably do the same sort of thing. So we know it has a like lifespan of about three years, four years, if we're lucky. So we'll be doing this again in three or four years. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Don't, don't bury those rotted piece of log into the, uh, well, maybe rotted would be, would be better for you. But uh, I tried doing a, a, I think it's a, a Hogel, a Holger culture, Hogel the culture. Hu- hu- the Hugel culture. Yeah. There you go. culture. There you go. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, I tried doing that a couple of years ago, and uh, the the wood logs that I planted or or buried uh, decided to sprout. Um, so I don't know if it was I'm, I, they weren't freshly cut uh, logs. I found them somewhere, and uh, they decided to uh, come up. So uh, oh. I, I'm trying to uh, wow. remove remove willow trees from my backyard now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, willow trees kind of. Sp- are pretty good about doing that, I think. Yeah. So I had, I, I had found them and I thought, well, that'd be a good kind of project I can, I can do that with. And I didn't really know what kind of wood it was. And so maybe next time, let it let dry it for like three, four months. months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Cause that's what, that's what we did in, in our vegetable beds around the perimeter. We did like a little modified Hugo culture and Chris, um, put a lot of wood and stuff like that. Some there's some pretty big like chunks and then a lot of, a lot of branches and we put leaves and compost in it. And um, so I think that's, what's helping some stuff is really liking that. Some stuff's like, okay, this is, I don't like this um, that we're planting in there, but it seems to be doing okay so far. There was some settling at first, like after that first year. So we had to add more compost on top of it. Um, and we may still have to add more compost next year. I don't know. We'll just look and see if anything, if it settles anymore, but, um, so far it's done. Okay. So I don't know. I guess we should try to wrap up. Oh, wow. We've been going at this for about seven, 40, uh, 47 minutes. Yeah. I know. I was looking at it. I was like, wow, this is I've a while. So, um, I don't know. Got any tips or tricks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, tips or tricks? Uh, so I thought it was kind of weird. You had mentioned me in a in an Instagram post the other day about I don't know where this other person was, and 
Oh yeah. And I I thought, you know, thinking to myself and I kind of already mentioned this just a minute ago, but I kind of come go at it as it, cause it comes. And when I grow in the winter time, if it, if it ain't going to live, it ain't going to live. And I'm not going to cover my garden to protect anything. So what I grow in the winter is going to live. And whether it's at, you know, for our area, if it's getting down to 20 or whatever, I'm not worried about my cabbage dying. So, um, you know, just grow what you can and what, you know, just learn as as you go. Cause I'm, I'm not no master gardener and I don't have a college degree and I've been pretty damn good at this for several years now. So just learn as you go and do what you can. And, uh, go with the flow, (laughs) go with the flow. Yeah. That's kind of what, uh, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm trying to do right now is that I feel like I'm do I'm overwhelmed constantly. So I don't know. The flower garden is usually up to, up to itself. Whatever it does, it does. If something lives, it lives. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's taking over, well, maybe I'll trim it back later, but the vegetable garden, I'm a little more picky about, I guess. So we didn't even talk about flowers. I don't know if you got any flowers growing or not. You know, I had one yellow flower in the front yard, and I don't know what the heck it is, some kind of wildflower. And there's some couple of other things. I'll have to post some of them on the, at least the leaves on the, on, on Instagram, see if you can identify them. Um, but there was one yellow one that, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but I just left it there, just letting it grow. And I was thinking Grayson picked it, and I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm picking a flower from Mama. <laughs> oh, okay i guess you can pick it for her, so but no as far as flowers i really didn't plant much this year or do anything i've been letting our our oh um i planted a a blackfoot daisy wow several months ago maybe it was in uh-huh. the early summer i planted one i plant so i picked one i picked up a plant last year and i planted it in one part of the yard and the amount of water in this area that it got, uh, it got way too much water. So it does. So I planted. Yeah. I picked up another, another plant at uh, this nursery in the West Fort Worth that I I found out uh, this past spring, and uh, planted it by the mailbox because I never really watered by our mailbox by the street. And mm-hmm. son of a gun, it's taken off. It's green right now. It's it's beautiful. So. Um, good because yeah um i have had blackfoot daisy for about half a year and then it rotted yeah, so. <laughs> yeah and i learned my lesson on that in, they're great in the hill country you see them everywhere and i'm like oh they're so pretty but they don't get the water and they don't water their stuff like they like that so yeah just yeah. more of a, a neglect thing just leave it alone and that's what i've kind of been turning my our front yard into if, not really. If I if just let it do its thing and find stuff that's more drought tolerant and that uh, can maintain itself. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and chit chatting with me. And uh, where can people find you on Instagram? I am on Instagram at Backyard Ramblings, and I am uh, on Twitter at uh what is my twitter handle I think see what 83 there you go 
I'm not uh, very active on Twitter. I'm more of a lurker than anything. And uh, I'm trying to get a vlog uh, vlog going on uh, YouTube. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, Have you started vlogging? Uh, not, not, no. <laughs> I, 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 my interest, I piqued my interest when we've, we've, uh, started going camping, uh, these past several months and putting those together and I upgraded our camera and, uh, doing some other stuff and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do and how I want to go about it. So, um, uh, I'm going to try and get that started around the first of the year or something. So that's um, exciting. I don't know if it'll be daily or weekly or, I don't know if I can do daily. I'm, I'll probably just do weekly for now and, and go from there. Yeah, I see people who, like, will vlog. They'll vlog daily, but they only post it weekly, so they'll splice their week together into one video. Right, and that so. might be the best way to go about it. Just so. Other yeah. than that, it's been fun, and I will uh, catch up with you again later. All right, stay warm, dude. All right, bye. All right, bye.